What's good, listeners? Micha and I got way too overzealous recording this episode. I just can tell by the level of hype that we were. So we ended up splitting it into a part one and part two. In part one, you can hear our movie review of Black Adam, while in part two, we can get to the deep dive of DC moving forward. Hope you enjoy it, and let's get to the shenanigans. All right, we are here. We're here. So I have a good question for you. Go for it. Would you rather gain like really dope, really Superman levels of power, but have to fight like a team of superheroes or you you don't get the powers and you stay human, but you have to fight a bunch of zombies? Ooh, er, let me get those Superman abilities because... The zom- I mean, in the context, you could work a zombie, but we talked about it. But give me those Superman level powers, because if I'm that level, then there's only like 1% tier that can touch me. Mm. And and what if the superheroes that you fight have that 1%? Ooh, then we then we get into the we get into it, then uh, <laughs> give it to me, man. I, I I'll, I'll I'll work around it. It's not all about power. Sometimes you gotta know how to use it. Hmm. Mm, fun. Fun. I mean, I was gonna take the powers regardless because uh, <laughs> I mean, you all know me and my personality by now. Like, power is the only thing that matters in this world. Uh, <laughs> that in <and> pain <laughs> and black air forces. So, I mean, I'm gonna have to work whoever whoever comes across me and if you, if you want to get that work then come see your boy uh, so let's get to it i'm demetrius and i'm demetrius and meet you meet presents the blurred city podcast so this is our black adam movie review we both saw it yesterday we're recording earlier on a friday so we saw opening opening night we have i have no idea uh, usually, like after a movie, I'll, I'll text Meech and we'll, I'll kind of have like a sense of how he feels about the movie one way or another. I literally texted like just a few emojis after the end of the movie, got no response. So, no, like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so, None. You about so, to get it raw. <laughs> so, this could either be like we're two opposite ends of the spectrum or we're on the same boat. So, but before we actually get into it, we always hit you with the legal spiegel. Yep. So the purpose of this podcast to explore digital and print media and the thoughts and opinions that we have and all are strictly our own, do not reflect any biases or corporate agendas. And the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. The sources that we reference are owned by their respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. Yeah, so getting going from there, uh, just a quick housekeeping, wherever you're listening at, at, whether that be YouTube, Apple, Spotify, go ahead, give us a like, follow, subscribe, turn on notifications, so every Wednesday you know that we're just in your ear. And just going from, yeah, (laughs) so going from there, we're going to get into what's hot. So just with what's hot, we always try to get uh, the pulse of the people, I would say. And after last week, after our uh, Get It Off Your Chest segment, and just like following up, because we both saw Halloween ends at a very early point when we talked about it. So we didn't like, it was before the fallout. And we were both correct about (laughs) 
the feeling about that movie because now there's a petition to have it rewritten. Bruh, I was... I, I have no words, man. I have no words. I'm just like, dang. It yeah. that quickly. Bro, I, I don't even know what to say about that movie. But it's all, it's all been said last week. So just going from there, yes, please do better movies. So going from there, what do you have? Oh, man, I have a lot. Uh, there, There's so much that's going on right now. All right. So firstly, of course, you got your Andor. Uh, I think I may have mentioned earlier that like it had ended, but really, no, no, it, it was just halfway done. But episode seven released already. And when you're listening to this episode, episode eight dropped. Uh, and then you also got Chucky's. Chucky's still going at it. And he he's still out of pocket as always. And I'm just here like, how are you gonna torture these kids more? <laughs> like, bruh. But but then and then I got I gotta talk about it because there were two two things that were showcased earlier in the week. Mm, yes, two things. And both of them have to do with something I, I have an intense love and passion for. Number one is the Silent Hill announcements. Boy, I was nearly crying because after after decades of seeing nothing, the closest thing we ever got was the Dead by Daylight uh, expansion. Now... Konami decided to finally get their act together. They finally listened to the peoples, and we got four new games coming out roughly in 2023 and probably later. So we got the res I mean the Silent Hill 2 remake, which, as you know, is the greatest horror game of all time. No cap, fight me on that. And then we got ourselves Silent Hill Ascension, which who knows what that's going to be. Silent Hill Townfall, which, again, who knows what that's going to be? Because we only get got the announcement. But the fourth one, which we did kind of get somewhat on, which is Silent Hill F. I'm that that kind of reminded me of Resurrection F. I'm like, hold up, what what is this? Uh, a Resurrection Frieza is Frieza gonna be <laughs> in this game? But nah, this that one looks to be a more Japanese inspired Silent Hill. I'm like, oh wait, hold up, what 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 y'all up to? Like, wait, huh, I th- I thought Silent Hill was in America, but uh, I mean, hey, I'll I'll take it, I'll take it all day. And and then finally we have the Silent Hill movie, which is going to be directed by Christoph Gans, the man who directed the first Silent Hill movie back in 2006. Wow. The man returned after 16 years. And I'm just like, yes, because that first movie was good. It was dope. In my opinion, it's probably the one of the best like video game adaptations because it was it had all it had it right there right and and it was a shame that there were no sequels to that movie (laughs) so so the fact that he's coming back to finally give us that sequel that we rightfully deserve Mm -hmm. i'm overjoyed yeah it's definitely good 
And, all right. And, and now that we got that out the way, now let's get into the other one. Because <laughs> they did a showcase for Resident Evil. Capcom saw what Konami was doing. was like, oh, nah. <laughs> nah, we going to revive the rivalry. <laughs> we going to revive it. So, uh, so Capcom decided to wild out. They gave us primarily two things for this one so so they weren't as up to par and no but but i still love them so first thing is that they gave us this announcement of the for an update of resident evil 8 village mm. in which now you can play the game in third person thank goodness <laughs> but i mean i really like the the first person aesthetic i i ain't gonna cap but right. hey i get i guess i'll give it a shot I mean, it gives me another excuse to play the game in third person again and actually use the lightsaber that's in the game. Uh, and yes, that is not a spoiler. A lightsaber is actually in Resident Evil 8. It's kind of crazy. But uh, And then they also gave us the DLC, like the Rose DLC, which is supposed to end out the entire like winner's family uh, family timeline, coming out on the 28th. So... Uh, Oh man, my money's about to be tight, but uh, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. And yes. then, and then finally, the Resident Evil Four remake, continuing the line of the Resident Evil remakes. You know, we got the original remake in on GameCube, Resident Evil Two and Three, which is on the current gens, mm-hmm. or at least the the last gens, and ported over to the current gens. And now we got Resident Evil Four in the current gen. So hey, I'm happy about that. Super dope. Super excited. And and then of course, uh, hey, Gotham Knights released. Yep, got it, got it myself. Real good. As I said, I I didn't because uh, as I said, my my, my money is money. But uh, mm-hmm. nope, that that's neither here nor there. I, as soon as I get it, hey, you already knew which which of the four I'm gonna be rocking. So oh yeah, Badoom. and and yeah, that's all I had. What did you have in the what's hot? Yeah, so just going from there, Gotham Knights, I got it today. It's actually really fun. It's not Arkham, uh, uh, any of the Arkham games, I would say that, because those are like the best video superhero video games of all time. But I enjoy it for what it is so far. And then just going from there, what's hot. So Rings of Power wrapped up. By the time this episode comes out, House of the Dragon will have its season finale for season one. Oh. Also, just going back, oh, something that was really hype. The Creed 3 trailer dropped this week. Jonathan Majors looks like the peak of humanity right now, and I am a fan. So, Don't you mean uh, Kang versus Killmonger? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's incredible. That Because it was literally just like the poster came out for it like one day, and then the very next day the trailer dropped. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I really like the story. The Creed movies like haven't missed so far. Um, so I'm just excited for that. And then uh, Michael B. Jordan's actually directing that one. So that's his first directorial debut, I would say. Yeah. And then something else that you actually put me, well, you didn't, you talked about it. I haven't started it yet. I will soon, but Blue Lock. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So if you even want to touch on that. Okay. I ain't going to cap. This anime is is pretty much black air force personified there is a whole character who literally who basically says i got that dog in me oh, he basically it. says that verbatim and and he proves it and i'm just here like oh no nah, this 
Oh no! Nah. I see. I just watched that off a of whim, and nah, nah. That that and that anime was kind of, it was going crazy in the first episode. The first episode alone, so I'm like, nah, I I need to watch it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that yeah. that Mamba mentality. Yes, the love is it. on. So now we're getting into it uh, for our Black Adam movie review. First, we're going to start with some pre-spoiler chat. Uh, just what you need to know about the characters, slightly how we felt about it before we go deep deeper into it and just a preview. So yeah, how how did you feel? What what do you think the people need to know before walking into Black Adam? Oh uh, man. Well, before walking into Black Adam, I mean, the trailer's basically said in itself, like this is not your typical superhero movie. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that, well, Black Adam's not your typical superhero. In fact, he's he's actually more of an anti-hero, but really, he's more anti, he was more of an anti-villain because mm-hmm. of basically Black Adam and his origins and how he started off as the literal antagonist of Shazam. Yep. Uh, you know, being as you know, like how Venom is to Spider-Man, the dark mirror, and of course, hey, once you go black, you don't go back, and black is a uh, black is cool. They and over time, he literally started becoming more and more anti-heroic, and became more of an anti-hero to where, hey, now you got the Rock playing him in a movie, so uh, mm-hmm. so hey, there you go. Um, so yeah, he, it's not your typical superhero movie, it's not your typical uh fest, and like his origins basically, like, hey, he has he has his own nation of Kondok, and mm-hmm. he was he was a slave in those days, and he got he got the powers of Shazam, he used them to his own villainous ends to free his people, and then kind of went mad with power, and of course, got banished for it. Right. Only to come back and start uh, running roughshod on anybody and everybody in the DC universe who tried to come after his city. Kind of kind of like Doctor Doom. Then, of course, you get like the debut, at least in the DCEU, of the JSA, okay, the Justice Society of America, which is in DC Comics the first team of superheroes. So, like, right. you think you think the Justice League... But nah, there was a team before them, which is the JSA, and that was like if you, all you old heads probably know, you know, like the Super Friends and all that. That's all JSA stuff. So, in this movie, like it had pretty much four representatives. You had yeah. the firstly, you had Doctor Fate, who who was who was my favorite of the group. He he's actually one of the goats. He went crazy. Doc, I have a lot to say about Doctor Fate when we get into the actual chat. Oh yes, yes, but uh, Doctor Fate, just just think Doctor Strange, but uh, times a hundred. But better. <laughs> Wait till we get to it. But times a hundred, and I'm not even just talking about the movie. I'm talking about the comics. Like he he's actually stronger than Doctor Strange in the comics. He kind of go crazy. Uh, next is Hawkman, which uh I find pretty uh great because it, he he's played by by a brother. When in the comics he's predominantly white, but uh. But hey, makes sense considering his background. He, he kind of Egyptian, but uh, Egyptian, it kind of yeah. makes sense. But uh, but we're not gonna get into that. Next is Tempest, who is a cyclone. Oh, cyclone. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The names get confusing considering that uh, that that basically she's like an amalgamation of like a couple characters. But uh, <laughs> and then finally, Adam Smasher, which 
and in this movie he's a young guy but uh the og adam smasher think giant man of the mm-hmm. avengers b- basically that uh and oh yeah cyclone is aerokinesis think the avatar but not as strong but hey there there you go uh but but yeah that's pretty much all that's pretty much main things you need to know before going into this movie and before we go crazy in these spoilers so now that we've just kind of prepped you for it we're going to get into our black adam movie review all right so how are you feeling about the movie oh man man oh man i I love this movie, all right? Uh, and what's what's funny is that, like, when I saw the reviews of it, people were hating on this movie. People were saying this movie was mid at best. I'm just... And I was just... Like, I saw the movie reviews after going to see movies because that's kind of my philosophy. Like, I like to get my own opinion before right. going to see it. And when I saw the review, I'm like, how? Did, did we watch the same movie? Because... <laughs> Because this man was out of pocket, this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie was wild, my guy. It it was it was fun. It, there was some humor in there. Uh, it was a lot. Well, it was well-timed humor. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's not like Avengers humor where, like, everybody's cracking a joke every few minutes. This is more like, you know, the serious character doing something unintendedly hilarious and he's doing and he's doing it like just straight with straight face and of course it's black adam because it's of course it is uh like straight face and like and it's just funny outside like (laughs) and yeah say it was good action uh uh, yeah it's good action let's see the the rock was great like he I feel like this was one of the few times where he didn't play like, you know, himself. Right. The Rock. Like, this wasn't Dwayne Johnson playing The Rock in, like, uh, another person's costume mm-hmm. and, like, a Black Adam cosplay. No, this was this was The Rock playing Black Adam. And mm-hmm. you could feel that with him and, like, his facial expressions, his, like, general build. Well, well obviously his build because... The man, the rock. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Uh, but but yeah, it was great. Uh, there were a couple of gripes that I had in the movie, which we can which we can get into with the spoiler section. Mm-hmm. But it really doesn't uh like it really doesn't detract too much. Like this, these are just like things like I just personally start having gripes with, especially when it comes to like movies nowadays. Right. Uh, and but yeah it was pretty great like I, I don't know what else to tell you it was a great movie like, i don't know why people hating on it i'm with you like i really love that this movie uh when actually like i've saw split reviews like i've seen people that like really really love it and then i've seen like somewhere it's just like oh this is a trash movie which i i don't know how you come to that conclusion but where where i could tell like this was a good movie the theater that I was in, and again, like, I don't really love being in, like, theaters opening night with just, like, a lot of people, but, like, there, the energy in the theater was good. Like, people were laughing at the, like, good parts. Like, the action was hitting. The the uh, end credit scene, which we'll get to at the end, people were, like, round of applause, like, standing up um, with that. And 
this was a good movie. So just starting with the spoilers to it, we kick off, we go uh, 5,000 years ago, and we have Teth Adam. So that's what he's mostly referred to throughout the movie since, you know, 5,000 years ago. And with that, we just kind of see the backstory of Kondok. He gets taken over by the, by essentially an evil king. And he makes all his, he makes his own people slaves and they have to dig for this thing called Eternium. And this Eternium will help power the crown, essentially, the crown of Sakaar. Crown of Sakaar, yeah. Crown of Sakaar. So it kind of opens up. You see uh, one old guy, he finds this stone of Eternium from digging. Uh, everyone's trying to get to him because they're promised a reward from the king. And this boy, he rises and he's like, yo, why are we fighting each other? If we rise up, we can stop the king. And, you know, he kind of just supports the old guy. Um, and it turns out the old guy <laughs> gets done in and killed. And essentially the kid, he throws up the Illuminati symbol. And <laughs> Yo, I was, the, I thought I was the only one that knows that. I'm like, oh, yes. this movie is out here trying to propagate, <laughs> propagate the Illuminati. I'm like, I, see what, I see what y'all doing. You ain't gonna so, get me. So the Illuminati rose up against the king. They took him in. And the way the story is told is that, like, essentially, the kid turned, he he was teleported. He got the power from the wizards, the Shazam wizards. And he rose, he fought the king and ended up, you know, destruction. And it kind of, he just went away as the hero for a while. So then we're in modern day times. And again, Kondok is still taking over. But this time it's by international gangs, essentially. So we open, if you will. Yes, inner game, exactly. So we open with I being hidden and stealed away by her brother, who is uh, Kareem. And Mm -hmm. so with that, we also see a kid who turns out to be her son, which you like, they kind of introduced that, which was really cool, Amon. And essentially, their goal is to find the crown of Sakaar because inner gang is looking for the crown of Sakaar for some reason. Sabak. Okay, crown of Sabak. So they're looking for that. They find it. And what I really loved about this movie, especially for an origin movie, they got right to the shenanigans from the start of the movie. I do not need 30 to 40 minutes of backstory before I see action in a superhero movie. I do not come to see that. Fantastic Four. And (laughs) which was actually the first hour before. But that's here nor there. So (laughs) but they get to it essentially. We will talk about ops because <laughs> there's some behavior that occurs in here. But essentially, they found the crown. The inner gang is on to them. One of the boys that was with, well, one of the dudes that was with them died. But she knows the chant and she calls Shazam, which frees Teth Adam from his uh, presumed grave at the time. And he wilds out from the start. So kind of what you're talking about, like out of pocket, apparently they had to go through like four rounds of this movie. Um, with like the rating system to like avoid an R rating. Like yeah. this movie wanted to be an R-rated movie <laughs> so bad. And I wish it was, but uh, but but is it's close as humanly possible because this man, Black Adam, started coming out with blood. Well, well, there there was not as much blood, but he he came out the gate swinging. Mm-hmm. He he uh of course, like of course, doing all this uh this 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 very black air force energy uh that he is he uh, he of course draws the attention of one amanda waller <laughs> who who was born with forces 
like one Amanda Waller, of course, with her with her uh Black Air Force expertise, she she decides to call upon as I said, the JSA, the Justice Society of America. It's interesting. This was um they never say Justice Society of America in the movie. They only say Justice Society, but they're like a tire had JSA. So that's really interesting. It's something yeah. that I noticed throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like like and and that's funny too, because like when he said like just society, like my brain immediately just plugged in that of America, like right at the end. Right. Or like just whenever they say JSA, I was like, okay, just side America. Like my but brain automatically they, just makes yeah. the switch. They always just say Justice Society, which is really interesting in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And probably because of the fact like they're 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 supposed to be international heroes mm-hmm. and have having their name uh be like of America, that's kind of mm-hmm. it's gonna get to a point that I talk about later. Oh yeah, the 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 whew, let, let's not get into that, but of course you got as I said you're <laughs> Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Adam Smasher getting together and say, like, okay, we need to bring this uh this rogue op in. And mm-hmm. and of course, with Dr. Fate, he he has the ability to see the future. And of course, whenever he sees the future, of course, this happens in comics too. He always sees like the, the worst timeline. He always sees uh right. he always sees the destruction, calamity happening. And and yeah, that's some very that's some very him moves, and they I, decide to go after him. I think it's also important to note that Dr. Fate is a mantle. Um, so essentially, Dr. Fate mantle, like the helmet, is the power. Um, and the helmet chooses who gets to wear it. So anybody can essentially be Dr. Fate if it's Wills. So, um, but for right now, and this one, we got the most popular Dr. Fate. But uh, yeah, something that's really important that they pointed out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Of course, uh, uh, Black Adam, after, you know, catching multiple, multiple felonies, uh, multiple bodies in this, uh, film, he, he, of course, teams up with, teams up with our, our main human characters, and it's because of the fact that, like, she has the crown of Sabak, uh, of course, and, and, of course, Inner Gang is after her, mm-hmm. and... Of course, that's, that brings them into conflict where Black Adam has to prove once again why he is him. Mm-hmm. And, and then finally we, and then of course, that's when Just Side decided to come in at the, the perfect timing of, of Black Adam murking some fools. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and Hawkman had to go save them. You're just like, and even like as you watch the movie and you see like the reaction of the conduct people, you, you knew you knew that like oh bruh mm-hmm. bruh you picked the worst time yes it's i say we should we should just touch on it now but essentially this inter gang is has been ruling Kondok, uh like just overthrowing it for like decades it's like 20 20 some years yes and conduct itself has been like taken over over and over again so now we have our uh, beloved historical hero. Our, oh. our champion has risen after 5,000 years. And the first thing he does is essentially like save, save people. He saves the kid. He's getting rid of our, our overlords, essentially. And now this crew, again, they take out Justice Society of America. This Justice Society that is essentially originated from America, they say, hey, we're here to restore the peace of the world. 
Uh, we can't have tough Adam out here wilding out because we actually know his backstory. We know what can happen if he gets out of control, but they don't know that. And at the same time, it's like, so you want to restore peace, but when these intergang people were, you know, overtaking us for all these years, you didn't do anything. But now that our protector has come, now you want to step out? It was like a not so subtle jab at, you know, but I really like that. Man, it, it was not even subtle. It was just like, mmm. That's why they had yeah. to take the the of America out of their name. It's like, mmm, mmm, mmm. Oh, oh boy, yeah, y'all, y'all wilding out. And and as I said, like Hawkman ended up saving two members of Integrate. He's like, listen, hey, if they like, hey, listen, these two men, like whatever crimes they they've done, they must like <laughs> he he is the token. I'm just like, bruh, you just need to shut up because you do not know how to read the room. Bro, that gave me invincible vibes. <sighs> Where he like saves the dude and then the dude just immediately goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Black Adam where he just goes, bam. It's like, yep. Let, let, he's like, let God sign our thing. He's like, uh, and then Black Adam's just like, yeah, your God is right here, boy. So then we get into a good fight scene. Like this was the way they displayed Cyclone's abilities in this movie is like one of the best ways that I've seen like a, a hero's powers be displayed. Cause it was like, so the cinematography, the way it was like quick, but then it would like slow down to like show just like the beauty of it. And then it would like speed back up. But like, you could see like how much control of her power she had. Hawkman, like I'll talk about it like kind of now and later, but he like, he really had a lot of respect. Obviously he can't be, Teth Adam in the movie, but he was giving him slight of the business, not the business, but part of the business from time to time. And I, I wouldn't even say he gave him part of the business. He, he was he was just trying to survive. He was he was he was getting a little bit of blows, but like but just the teamwork of it all. Because again, how he said Doctor Fate, who I'm gonna just say it now, Doctor Fate is better than Doctor Strange. So. <laughs> like I literally it took like five minutes well I, I'm a huge Dr. Fate fan in like the comics anyway but like especially like in the movies it's not even close <laughs> it's not close at all so so Dr. Fate really went in Adam Smasher was like just he got it was him and uh Kareem the brother who got the most laughs in my theater but I loved Adam Smasher in this movie as well <laughs> Oh yeah, and also we can't forget that this man, uh, you know, he caught that, uh, he caught that love bug at first sight. I'm, I'm just saying, like you, you can tell, and he's just like, but, but he, he was, he was kind of funny. He was, he was good, you know, like, but he was funny in the sense, like, okay, yeah, that would be me, like, <laughs> for me to jump out of a plane, like, ma'am, nah, yes, or uh. Or like how he was trying to run to the to the location of the fight, only to find out he was in he was running in the opposite direction. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, yep. That's why you you don't rely on Google Maps, folks. <laughs> it it rots your brains. <laughs> and of course, as as it like just moving on. Of course, like after you know they fight for a bit, uh, then you get like he you know Adam he just decides, you know what, you know what. All right, I I'm heading out, and he after you know bodying all four of them, 
he decides to leave and go back to the the palace where you know he was where he was last seen at and right. he stands like right in front of the giant statue which is supposedly of him and he just stares at it and he's and of course everybody's like of course uh dr fate he finds out like oh yeah adriana like she had the like she had the crown and he's like listen bro if you don't uh like listen that crown gonna be a huge problem if you don't uh if you don't hand it over to me he's like i don't got it <laughs> cut to amon her son skateboarding back home with the crown in his backpack i'm just like bro if you do i'm like oh my god well this is where he loses the crown mm-hmm. and and lo and behold uh one of the one of the characters like who was initially a friend of Adrian's was secretly the leader of in- inner gang yes mr ishmael he he was on that op behavior he decided to pop the brother mm-hmm. and then and then uh had the entire gang sick on the kid Yep. And get and my my boy he he was half smart, you know. He had a secret tunnel to hide in. He he called up mom's like, listen, uh hey, Ishmael, he he popped he popped the uncle. He 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 out here looking yep. for the crown and yep. and he got like our entire building on lock. I need help. <laughs> yeah. He's like, send Adam. Immediately. And, yes. Yeah. So with that, uh, talking about Ishmael. So this is like what I'm talking about. Ops. So you knew he was an op at the beginning of the movie because he was, he was. My radars were going off when he kept looking at that Eternium uh, necklace. So just with this, another warning to the people: if someone is, you know, focused on something they shouldn't be focused on, like too intently, and they won't chill, you gotta, you gotta like listen to your radar. So like if someone is asking you about like the money you keep in your house and they keep asking you about it. You got to press them. You got to be like, yo, why you keep asking me this? Didn't I just tell you to chill? <laughs> like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Like you got to be careful around people. Like some it's in the eyes, man. Like you got to be careful. Oh, don't forget how uh, he just pops up right behind her in that cave. Just out of nowhere. He's like, like he had that look in his eye. I'm like, that look. I was like, listen, is your red flag just not like are you like colorblind right now? Cause yeah. I'm I'm seeing the red flag. Like immediately I would have tried to kill him. But yeah, when they grabbed him and like punched him, I was like, no, you're not getting me. He a hop. Like I've seen this before. It's in the eyes, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. It's like either he he with them or uh or he a third party op and and lo and behold, he was the former. Mm. Yeah. So just Kind of going from there, so we find out that boy is on a chase. We're gonna just like melt melt this into one part. Essentially, it's Black Adam and the Justice Society looking for Amon and finding him. Some uh, kind of just backstory with like we get more and more of his backstory of like kind of what happened, but not full truth at the time. And then he they like eventually find him, and then he gets kidnapped again because they have to bring the crown to him. So like they essentially are like, hey, let's team up and we're going to go to the kind of just like their base hideout and trade the crown for a month. Oh uh, yeah. And of course, uh throughout all of this, like uh Dr. Faye again, he keeps talking about the vision and then he incar 
Carter and Hawkman, he they have a conversation where he's like, "Listen, one of us is gonna die. Uh, I ain't gonna tell you who it is, but you'll know it when it happens." And and then from there, like, and basically, Doctor Fate's the one that goes like, "Listen, for the sake of like Amon and like sake of the people, you need to let it go." <laughs> And and then finally they they decide to work together and by work together I really mean like Black Adam just bomb rushes through the entire uh, <laughs> through yeah. the entire fortress. He's just like nah, cause this this I, this is my movie, boy. I don't yeah. need any of you posers. I don't need any of y'all. This is my show, baby. Uh-huh. Run that inner game. Run it. Destruction. Mm-hmm. And eventually they come upon the you know the the deal where hey give me the crown i give you the boy the mother deci- decides to uh well, she give him the crown mm-hmm. and and of course uh ishmael he decides to fold on the deal i mean that that's obvious that's obvious like but the reason he wanted the crown we have to say is because he was the last descendant of uh, the original king 5,000 years ago. And his family just so happened to pass it down for 5,000 years. I gotta be honest with you, uh, just because of our background, I don't even know for, like what country I could track my origins back to like 150 years ago. You talking about 5,000 years? Y'all passed down the evil king who got eliminated? Come on. I was like, ain't no way, boy. Like, look, unless that man lived in Kondok his entire life and knew that he was the descendant of that specific king, and they kept drilling that into him for over 5,000 years, I'm like, nah, nah, ain't no way. He said, I'm a child of the mirror. <laughs> No, no, not not Emir. Oh, Oh, subjects of Emir. My name is Ishmael. (laughs) And and our our people has been oppressed for 5,000 years. Oh, boy. But I got this crown now, and we have one goal in mind. Open the gates of hell. <laughs> Initiate the rumbling. <laughs> rumbling, rumbling. Oh, uh, oh man, Let, let's keep moving before this turns into an Attack on Titan review. <laughs> oh my. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, so Mon, uh, yeah, Mon was about to get capped by by Ishmael while Ishmael put on the crown. Black Adam like steps in to save him but mm-hmm. in his rage and his anger his power goes out of control and he he detonates yes pretty, pretty much eviscer well eliminating every unaliving everybody in the vicinity except for the heroes of course except for our main characters of course because yes. uh they all hear- yeah because <laughs> they they heroes and we can't have mm-hmm. our our main hero uh marking others yet uh <laughs> And with that, of course, uh, Black Adam, like, he just leaves after his his outburst, and then you just, and then Adam Smasher finds finds like, the crown, mm-hmm. and uh, the completely 
charred up corpse of Ismael. And also Amon gets hurt because of uh, Teth Adam overcharging. So from there, it's essentially mission complete, but then we also dive into his backstory just a little bit more and like actually fully here. So we learned that in the past, his son was actually Teth Adam. Uh, well, his son was essentially he the was hero. The Shazam. Yes, he was the Shazam, and he had a, a clean fit, honestly. So he was the Shazam at his time. He fought against the people, against the ruler and the king. He was a really good, uh, he was a really good natured, good hearted hero, and you can see that in the flashbacks. But from there, the king he then went after his family. So uh, he killed the mom in front of essentially the Rock's character, and then <clears throat> he killed the Rock. Well he mortally wounded the rock. So then his son comes in, he sees this and he gives the rock his powers. And that's how he becomes Seth Adam and immediately gets shot by an arrow. So the assassins were sent to essentially do that. And this is what set him off um, on the path of destruction. So that kind of like what is made. So why he's called Black Adam slash Teth Adam is because like the black part is to talk about his soul as essentially like a black hearted soul. And he goes off the deep end, he goes up against the wizards and they steal him. So we then learn how that ties into Amon, who's like the very first person that he actually has a conversation with as he comes back. And so it's like a parallel with his son. And he's like, yo, I can't have powers anymore. Like that one-on-one conversation with Hawkman. And so he he says Shazam and he loses his abilities. Oh yeah, another thing I noticed was that, uh, have you noticed like how Teth Adams, like his wife, looked the same as Adriana. Mm, and I mean, yeah, yeah, I think they, it was literally the same person. But but if not, then like, dang, that's some good parallelism right there. Uh, yeah, the person I was referencing earlier. Yeah, that's definitely a lot of parallels there. Yeah, but moving moving on. Uh, yeah, he he depowers himself and he willingly goes with the JSA to Task Force X, aka you know. Not not the X Men, but uh the 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 other rogue uh team, the the Suicide <laughs> Squad, uh and and basically he he gets put in uh reanimation and just slides like with a breather over his mouth so that way he couldn't speak. Yep. And he's put in suspended animation where like he'll just spend the rest of his days. <laughs> of course, while coming back, that's when everybody decides to analyze the crown once again. And then the shoe drops, where it turns out that Ishmael's plan and how the crown works is that in order for you to gain the powers, you have to be killed and sent to hell. Essentially, yeah. Basically sent to hell. And that's when the power of the crown uh, unleashes itself. and, And this man, Ishmael, becomes Sabak. AKA the demon, AKA demonic Black Adam, AKA demonic Shazam, AKA a red face ugly monster. <laughs> yes. And that's when he decides to just go run roughshod on uh on the JSA. <laughs> and boy, was that but oh yes, now that we get to talk about it. So Dr. Fate, he has the vision and he's like, yo, Hawkman, uh, if we do this, you're going to die. Uh, but, you know, we have to do it in order to save the world, essentially. Uh, it's kind of that just that parallel, but we can keep you safe, essentially. So Hawkman's like, yo, I'm confined. I'm not afraid of death. He, like, says it earlier in the movie. And so they go out, and then right when they get to the 
temple, essentially, he like locks him out. Because we see earlier that like Dr. Fate, who is like so overpowered, he has like the ability to like put a essentially a force field around places and prevent uh, people from going in and out or like using mm -hmm. it as protection. And so he puts a force field around it uh, when Hawkman and the rest of those JSA were going through. And he's like, yo, this one-on-one, let's get it. And that was a really good fight scene. Like, this is what I'm saying, like, Dr. Fate, since it is the mantle, I hope we get to see him in some capacity uh, moving forward. But definitely, that was a good fight. And throughout the course of the fight, he also, at the same time, is freeing Tep Adam from his prison, which is <clears throat> insane multitasking. Hey, hey, it's Dr. Fate, man. He, he can do whatever he wants. And of course, like he he fighting them, he using that one v one. Well, really, it was more like a 10, 20 v one because he can like duplicate himself. Yeah. Uh, and while he's fighting, you get to see the Rock in hit in all of his none uh <laughs> none pecs glory, fighting off all of the uh yeah <laughs> fighting off all the guards at Tax Force X. And I'm pretty sure Amanda Waller killed all those men after everything was said and done. Uh, <laughs> yes. And he he decides to he just revives himself as Black Adam, yeah. got himself that clean fit, and decides to get to work. And, and yeah, unfortunately, during this time we lose Doctor Fate to so we're gonna pour one out for him. Moment of silence for the homie. Yeah. So just yeah, go for it. All right, so of course, uh, the rest of the crew, rest of the JSA, decides to come in and run the pockets of of Sabak, only to uh, get that fade ran on them. Put that Uno reverse instead of being jumped, instead of jumping him, jumping Sabak, Sabak jumped them. <laughs> yes, and he sits on the throne and he revives the dead. Yep. Where? Where in which at this point, that's when all of our human characters we got uh decides to come together. Firstly, we got our Adriana who's deciding to fight the fight him with a pipe. Then you got then you got our boy, our boy Mr. Uncle Kareem. Uncle Kareem decided to come through and he because uh Dr. Fate ended up like helping him and getting getting yep. the actual help, use the doctor part of the Dr. Fate. It got him his help, you know, to survive that gunshot wound and also told him the future of how he's going to die via electricity, <laughs> which which actually got a chuckle out of me because I'm like, dang, you're an electrician yeah. and you don't die by electricity. That's kind of wild. <laughs> dang, you could change fate. <laughs> but dang, what type of life you live in, my boy? But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he got the van, you know, using a run over uh, all the zombies. And then you got a man who, uh, who decides to, you know, Unite the Kandaki people with, with the Illuminati symbol. Yes, throw it up. Yep. He he threw up the gang sign for uh gang <laughs> sign of con conduct against mm -hmm. against the op that is Shabak and oh Shabak and, and the demons and all the zombies and all in a gang. And because of their fate, Black Adam pulled up and decided <laughs> to tell Shabak, run them pockets. We gotta get the one we won. Yep, run it. And ran it, they did, and of course they're evenly matched. You know, electricity versus fire. It's kind of mm -hmm. a, it's kind of a, a you know, typical type of shonen battle. But a, a, <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. and, and of course we're gonna talk about what Carter Hall did. 
Ooh, he died, didn't he? He 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 uh of course decided to come in at the wrong at the wrong possible moment and he got a got a whole pipe through the chest because of it. Yes. Pull one out for the homie. Psych! I lied. Mm-hmm. Turns out the turns out the boy actually was able to use the helmet of fate to give himself the duplication ability. Yes, and, that was dope. Yep. And decide to return. Decided to repool that uh trick of hey let's jump this fool yes and jump them they did mm-hmm. all Carter Hall and then in comes uh in comes Black Adam who decides to <laughs> who decides to take the man pull an injustice Superman by flying him up to the sky and then gave us one of the most gruesome deaths of a villain yet perfect for Black Adam yes. which is to rip him in half. Vertically, yes, vertically. So his left side and his right side rip, bro. If that was rated R, oh my goodness. Oh no, nah, that wouldn't have been lava that was been spilling, my boy. Oh my gosh, it it would have been blood. But uh, but yeah. So Black Adam, he or Teth Adam, he he decides to win. He mm-hmm. he comes back down, you know. Uh, and then JSA like they they decide to leave on good terms. Like hey. Listen, you did good work out there, and uh, and hey, it, I, we won't be coming after you anymore. We just uh, need you to chill. Yeah, we we just need you to tone it down by like uh, t- tone it down from the black air forces to maybe some some white forces th- next time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then Black Adam just said, "Boy, if you don't get out of my country, <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you don't get out of my nation before I decide to run these pockets, and." Then he decides to sit on the throne himself, and he's like, "Nah, mm-hmm. run that." He he decides to destroy the throne. He's like, "Nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be the king. I'm gonna be the protector." Which, when he said that, it made me geek out. And then I thought about you because I thought of the lethal protector. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you ain't the only one. I'm like, <laughs> so, so, like, yeah. So we got ourselves an anti-villain who started off as a villain who wears black, dark mirror of a hero, and he decides to, uh, and he decides to lethally protect the, the people of Kondok. I mean, uh, if the if the shoe fits, my boy, if the shoe fits. Yep, and that essentially wraps up the movie. I would say. Oh yeah! Until we get to the post-credit scene. Badoom, boom. Oh, okay. so yeah. Um, I was hearing that somebody, like a hero, like made its return, or like it was like a really big uh, debut after the end credit scene. I had no idea who it would be, um, because I didn't see like the name. Thankfully, avoided those leaks. And then uh, first we see Amanda Walsh. She's like, okay, so you got out. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, don't play with me. And he's like, yo, nobody you got can stop me on this, bro. So, so like, we can play around all we want to. She's like, okay, I got something for you. And we see somebody descend into uh, just, like, from the clouds, from the heavens. And we hear a voice. And we see, like, something flapping on the back, a little cape, and steps out, not just Superman, but Henry Cavill's Superman. And the crowd went crazy in the theater. Man. I think like I was one of maybe three people who like immediately recognized and was like, oh, he returned. Yes. Our favorite nerd has <laughs> the nerd of nerds decide to return to the role of Superman. 
It's wild because they it lit he literally said he was done doing Superman, which like there were reports about like him just being done with it. But even before the movie, I know that uh Warner Brothers was like, We want a man of steel to movie. So it's interesting from that perspective. When it comes to that, of course, like he can like claim he's done, but uh you you already know that that uh that green is gonna bring him back and also <laughs> the the passion of the nerd in him being Superman because, of course, we all want to see, like, Superman versus Shazam or Superman versus Black Adam because that's, like, a match made in heaven in, like, DC Comics because the fact, like, all three of them are basically the same character, only, like, or at least same power set, only difference being, like, Superman got heat vision, Shazam and Black Adam got lightning and magic. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that because one of Superman's weaknesses, which isn't actually like covered a lot in uh, the current movies or touched upon a lot, but one of his weaknesses is magic. And it doesn't get touched on a lot that like his weakness is magic, but like that's why Black Adam and Shazam are both a bad matchup for him. Not only do they match him in strength, but their magic can also like touch him. But I really want to see a Shazam and Black Adam movie. I like, I'm surprised people aren't hyping that up as much. Like, cause that's like his number one op. So, bruh, bruh. Oh, and that was the main thing. Like, I was gonna touch upon later. It's just like, like when we touch upon it. But, but we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'll mm-hmm. I'll I'll let you know about that when when I get when we get to that part. But yeah. but yeah, as I said, Golden Child returned, and then boom, movie ends. Like, hey, let's have a talk, and we all know that talk is gonna be with these hands. Oh yeah, and then also one thing I do know is that like, hey, this is Henry Cavill. As Superman, no, uh, no, no, uh, CGI lip. <laughs> he, he's also in his red and blue, so no black, no black suit. So, I mean, hey, I don't know which version of Superman is. I'm gonna say it's the Snyder Superman, and he he decided to swap back to the red and blue. Yeah, I was like, hey, that's that's my canon, but uh, but yeah, lo- love this movie, love this movie. Yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to say also. This is one of the most diverse uh, movies that, like, in superhero movies that, like, I've ever seen. And you know what the thing is? Nobody made a big deal about it. And I'm happy about it because it's just a, it's just a movie. You enjoy it for the characters. It had no effect on it. So, like, you weren't seeing people like, oh, why did they make Black Adam Black? He's like, this, this, this. Why did they make Hawkman Black? Yada, yada, yada. Why is, like, you know, Cyclone in the movie? Like, why does it take place in Kandak and yada, yada, yada? It's like... People just existed. These are actors being actors. They did their thing and made a great movie. Like that's what it should be sometimes. Like, it, like this is why like the hero is above the fantasy tier. When we talked about the tears and scorn, like it can be toxic, but at the same time, it's like you didn't see people going crazy about it. Yeah, yeah. Unlike a certain uh certain uh movie that has a major racial implication. <laughs> don't know don't know what was in my chest there mm-hmm. uh, i think a certain ariel was in there but uh <laughs> but yes but yeah like like you said like this was a movie that like it was just simple it was fun no i mean there were perhaps like a couple of race changes but nobody batted an eye and exactly. uh, and little did you know like hey that happens in like that happened in the MCU a lot of times, and almost nobody batted an eye too. Well, except for like one time, but uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Like that's mm-hmm. old news. 
that's ancient one old news. <laughs> but yeah. and but that's the reverse of what we typically say. So yeah. So hey, as I said, this was just a great movie overall. And let's let's keep this thing going. Like let's talk about let's talk about uh hey, what like what went right? Like why why is this like such a good and fun time? For me, I would say that one, they let Black Adam be Black Adam. And when we get into our deep dive, it'll be a, a bigger discussion uh, about why I believe this was a good movie. Also, another thing is like, like a lot of the side characters, they held their own. Um, I mean, with the kid, he was kind of like written in a way that was ditzy. But, you know, kids in most movies are like that, um, which is a bigger discussion altogether for a different podcast. But also the JSA, or just Justice Society, they held their own in this movie. Like, there wasn't a bad character. They each brought had their own contributions. Uh, it made me want to see, like, them in their own, like, TV show or, like, a part of a different movie. Like, I, I don't want to be done with these characters. And just, like, the plot is simple enough to follow. And even that internal struggle that we saw with Teth Adam, who eventually turns into Black Adam throughout the movie, I think really carried it home in a way where it wasn't, oh, you know, how we so typically see it with MCU, like uh, those Captain America-esque type heroes where it's like- Virtuous. Yes, virtuous, where it's like, you know, this. So we see that struggle, but we also see like Hawkman coming in with that. And we see uh, Black Adam kind of wrestling with I'm not a good guy, but that doesn't mean I have to be a bad guy, which it gets touched on. And I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, like, I really like the, like the black Adam dynamic. Like he's like his whole like internal struggle of like, Hey, uh, like what's my role now? And like trying to overcome his past. Like, Hey, he's like one of the few characters where again, like it's a movie about like a villain learning to be good. And yeah. you don't get those those type of movies that often. In fact, like even like Tony Stark, like Iron Man, like his like him going. Well, he was more like a a self centered, sure. you know, self centered jerk. Mm-hmm. Venom, like he, well, he did he just ate people to survive. I mean, <laughs> yes. And he and technically wasn't a villain at all. Yeah. <clears throat> but but like with Black Adam, like this man didn't murked people he he murked people not out of like a sense of duty a sense of virtue like nah we did this thing out of straight vengeance my guy you also got to think of like the time that he was racing like five thousand years ago it was literally just like like even 500 years ago in medieval times it's like yo you just looked at my uh wife in a way that she shouldn't i take off my glove throw it down let's have a duel i mean literally who is it uh Hamilton, <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, who was literally like a congressman, one of the most famous founding fathers, died from a duel. Like, but you know, you know, yeah. they're not they're not the savage ones. Oh yeah. In fact, hey, that even got lampshaded like at the beginning of the movie when Black Adam, like he was like when he was talking with the people at the beginning and mm-hmm. and Adriana's like, hey, 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 don't teach my my son Amon violence. <laughs> and then Black Adam be like, okay. So is your husband going to teach him violence? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm not the husband. I'm not, uh, oh, so who's going to teach him the art of violence? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. That tracks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like his struggle, as you mentioned, like uh, as you mentioned, like there's really like no, no, really not a truly bad character. Uh, 
I mean, sure, there was some some uh some acting choices that was kind of um mm, uh talking about with with specifically Amon the kid. Uh, <laughs> yes, like, you had a problem with the kid too. <laughs> I was like, mm, 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 like yeah. I don't know why. Something just felt off about how it was written or how it like came off. I don't know why. Though. I was like, dang y'all. I was like, I, I, it felt to me like, man, y'all did that in one take, mm, and y'all just chose that specific take. Like y'all didn't, y'all didn't want to like give this kid like three, four, five times to get that right. No, nope, no, just first chance. Mm, okay, yeah, that was that was one of my gripes with movies, just specifically the kid. Uh, but yeah, it's like there's that. There's also like again like some of the connections with Shazam by seeing the actual wizard Shazam yes. in this movie. I'm like. Thank, I was like, oh, thank goodness they decided to connect it because, and like, this wasn't going to be like how how Venom was done, where like, no connections whatsoever to Spider-Man. I'm like, mm. we kind of know why that happened. I but... know why it happened, but still, yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, but, but at least in yeah. this case, like, fortunately, that, that was not the case. Like, they, mm-hmm. they decided to, and I probably need to rewatch the first Shazam movie to see like if Black Adam was referenced. It was referenced at the very end of the movie. So uh, previously they wanted to introduce Black Adam as the main villain in Shazam, but uh, The Rock pushed back against it because he thought he believed that Black Adam needed his own origin story, uh, yeah. which is which worked out really well because he didn't want Black Adam to be a tool to prop up uh, Shazam. But at the very end of the movie, after his entire family gets the powers, they go to the throne room. And I believe there's seven thrones, right? And there's six of the kids. And they go to the chairs and they sit down. And then they pan on one empty chair, which should be the uh, Black Adam chair. Hmm. Okay, okay. I, I need to rewatch it then. Um, so it was subtle, but that was back uh, to Yeah, there was something there. Oh, uh, yeah. But hey, that was good. Uh, as I said, like the JSA were pretty likable. Uh, you can start to see the romance between Cyclone and Adam Smasher. I like and... how it wasn't like over the top. It was like, oh no, nah. it was there, but you know, it was real life. Yeah, I was like, well, it's so much so that even uh, and also some of the comedy landed with, especially between Carter and Adam Smasher. He's like, <laughs> you and me. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. I like I'd want to run the hands with him too if uh if I got smacked out of the sky. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like the the comedy was well placed in the movie, and like that's when the crowd went crazy. So, do you have anything else, or is it is it that time? It's I think it's that time. All right. So now we are going to get into our Black Adam Awards. It's been a long time. So just with that, we have our own awards categories. We like to just give them out after each movie review or TV show review to the certain characters. From this one, we have some old ones, but we also have a lot of new ones that I'm interested in hearing. And just like seeing some of your awards, I'm really interested in a few of who gets them. But starting with our number one, it's the spotlight is yours. So this goes to the character who cannot be a main character but a character that often walks onto the screen and immediately steals the spotlight. So this, in the movie, I was battling with who to give it to, and it, oh my goodness, it turned into like 
it started as a two-way battle. It was a three-way battle. But then I had to take off the third one because like I bumped them up as like one of the main, main characters. So it was between uh, Adam Smasher and the brother Kareem because whenever they were on the screen, it was always gold. They made the people laugh. Like it wasn't a wasted moment. But for this, the spotlight is yours to Adam Smasher because he was so funny. His abilities were well done. I, I love the Deadpool mask that he had. <laughs> and, but also, uh, yeah, I love the actor too because he is the heartthrob and uh, to the boys I, I ever loved PS that movie, which mm-hmm. I, I actually enjoy the movies. But <laughs> come and get your award, Adam Smasher. The spotlight is yours. All right, so my my first award it is the Op of the Year award. <laughs> oh boy, this goes to anybody who is just a real op to our hero, or just just have true op behavior. And there were two actually. It was it was a bad for me. I'm like, dang, which one do I wanted to pick? And it was between both Ishmael and Hawkman, because both of them pretty much had odd behavior, especially towards Black Adam, and for, but for the sake of this video, especially, like, with an award later, I'm gonna have to give this one to, give this one to our boy, Hawkman, because this man then talked so much trash to Black Adam, only to get the brakes beat off of him <laughs> every time especially in the 1v1 each time those two were in the same room they was arguing <laughs> yes and and the worst part is Garden Hall was pretty much in the wrong for like majority of it especially especially the scene when uh he decided to save the criminals and all conduct decided to boo him like this ain't a good look this ain't a good look my boy so yeah, Carter Hall, come get this Op of the Year award. An op to all conduct. Yeah, it's funny because he definitely knew it himself. He was like, oh, we, we are, he literally said, I'm not, we're not the bad guys here. But we know how this looks. <laughs> so going from there, our next one is the new award. It's the, you know, you really spitting right now award. This is going to a character who was saying just profound things throughout the movie, making a great point. And literally, as I was sitting in the movie, this is where it came up in my head because it was like, wow, you're really spitting right now. So this is going to Adriana because she told the Justice Society off. So what I mentioned earlier about, yo, why are you in our country? One, if you're not going to get rid of Inner Gang, who's been here for decades. But now that we have our protector, you know, now you want to intervene in cross-country affairs and restore quote-unquote order like what gives you the right to do that also being like uh there are moments where uh carter when he was leaving he was saying that essentially essentially talking to black adam like yo you have darkness in your soul don't let it like uh infest you and overtake you but she was and then she came back and she was like that's what makes you able to do what you can do to protect conduct and i was like Oh, she was going in throughout this movie. So, Adriana, please come up and get this award because you was really, really spit right now. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adriana, for, for giving us those straight facts. Uh, but our next award is an oldie but goodie, the Gruesome Death Award. Oh, boy. Okay. This one was super hard, too, because because as you know like with this award like hey it goes to anybody who's who had like a pretty graphic gruesome death and rightfully deserved it and this and this could have went to literally all of intergang and everyone who faced black adam because <laughs> uh especially that first guy who just got his, uh <laughs> yeah got electrocuted into a skeleton but for me i have to give that one to ishmael slash sabak both of his deaths both of them goes the first time just a charred skeleton and it's like couldn't be me and then secondly getting ripped in half vertically fam that's a different breed nah and he ripped him with his bare hands this wasn't no like with a sword this one with no like sharp object nah this was his bare hands ripped this demon in half nah nah oh nah you you different he different you know what hey ishmael slash sabak or whatever name you go going by these days come get this award <laughs> all right so for our next one it's another new award and so this person is about to just like clean house on um, on this one but it's the can't be Goku, but Vegeta isn't that bad award. To our Dragon Ball fans, you'd understand this, that essentially Vegeta is the number two in all of Dragon Ball. No matter what he does, he can't overtake Goku in terms of the power, in terms of also being the main character. Uh, but throughout this movie, I would say that one character rolls above all. And they, they thought they were alpha, and then they met a real one. But they, that didn't diminish them from being an, still an alpha themselves, just in the presence of a bigger one. So this is going to only one character, Hawkman himself, Carter Hall. Oh, man, we got to have a, another Hawkman just like appearance because Aldous Hodge really killed it in this role. He did just like an incredible job of, I didn't know Hawkman was that arrogant, but just like the confidence, the smoothness, like he made me want to get that haircut, uh, just like him. So, Yeah. You you came up against Black Adam and you found out. So just like the professor said, the more you the more you mess around, the more you find out. And you found out, but you also found this award. So come get it. Found out real quick, my boy. <laughs> found out real quick. All right, so the next award is the Stealing Money Award. This is for any, like, surprise actor that just pops in and pretty much just stole the spotlight in just one second. And this goes to only one man, to, to a fiend, to a real one. This goes to none other than Henry Cavill, Mr. Superman himself, because... We ain't seen high nor hair of this man since the Snyder cut of Justice League. Mm -hmm. and then, and with rumors that he was done with the role, but he said, "Nah, I got one mo in me." Mm -hmm. Black Adam, hey, let's talk and set up this uh this fighting movie between us, and just know, when I run these pockets, I mean I'm all hands all the time. Like you, you can 
you can get a get a real rush out of me like we we gonna be boxing you and me back and forth but hey henry cavill for for all of us nerds and seeing as how you one of us come get this award all right so my for my final award it's going to the teamwork makes the dream work essentially just uh Inspired by it, I, I wanted to really just give this team a lot of love because they didn't, they only added to the movie, they didn't drag it down. So it's going to go to the Justice Society because even in the, I would say, five to 10 minutes where Black Adam was off screen, like purely off screen and uh, in the suspended animation, they held their own in the movie and the quality of the movie did not drop, in my opinion, at all. Even though we knew they couldn't like defeat Sabah, the quality of the movie didn't drop. They really held their own in all the action scenes. They made great antagonists and also great protagonists towards the end. So again, all characters brought it and Dr. Fate is better than Dr. Strange. So going from there, teamwork makes the dream work. Come up and get your warrant. It's a party. Ooh, all four y'all, all four y'all. And then my final award, there can be only one award that I have to give for the final. And I've said this this phrase throughout the entirety of this video. So if you caught it, you know which award I'm giving out. It's obviously the Black Air Force Award. And this award goes to a true demon, a man who stands above who stands below no one. This is a man who decided to run the pockets, run the fade with everybody who who we came across. This is a man who literally said, walls mean nothing to me. There are no walls. There are no doors. Because cause I can go through anything. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you embodied him. And you embodied him well. Black Adam, you know what you wanted. You knew what you needed. And you, you got it. If you want it, you got it. And And I have no choice but to submit my citizenship to Kondok and to give you these magical Black Air Forces made of Eternium because you deserve them and hopefully it'll boost your powers too so you can continue to run the fade of anybody who dares to cross your cross you. Black Adam, come get this these Black Air Forces. could only be one in that situation. So going from there, now that we handed out our awards, we're going to get into our tiers of the movie. So can you read off the tiers to the people? All right. So the, so of course, all of our tiers have a, a naming theme to it. And ironically, these are all quotes from the movie because that's how good it is. So for the F tier, it is their curse. And then... For the D tier, we have my power is not a gift. And then for the C tier, it is heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. And then for the B tier is force is always necessary. And then the A tier is send them all. With the S tier being the one above, it is I bow before no one. So, Demetrius... What you gonna give it? 
Whew, this was tough because I was like in the theater, like I was like, oh man, this is somewhere between a high B and a low A. And I didn't know what I would give it. After this conversation, because I originally had it as force is always necessary, but send them all. This was the A-tier movie. Uh, S-tier is the only one where I actually directly compare it to other movies to say that's an S-tier. And I was doing that for the A's and the B's. And then I just was like, I really enjoyed this movie and I would definitely go see it again. So send them all. It's an A-tier movie to me. Nice, nice. And I was also like in that uh, tier, but uh, but again, like Amon just kind of... <laughs> He he kind he kind of dampened it for me for a bit. He kind of took me out of the movie for a little bit, and like, and this doesn't detract from anything. I'll, I'll still go see this movie any other day of the week. I'll probably skip any other scenes that he's in, um, <laughs> unless they involved like uh anything that like showed any of the actual like DC comics posters or pictures. I try to see like okay, which ones do they have, mm-hmm. and see which ones do I have. Uh, but I will give it the B tier force is always necessary because I think that always embodies Black Adam's philosophy. Mm-hmm. Good choice, yes. And that was the end of our part one review, so you can catch part two as we go into the deep dive of DC moving forward.